Hi, and welcome to the South by Southwest Interactive Recap Podcast. My name is Nicole Barrios, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of the University Star. Today I'm here with... Carly Porterfield, Assistant News Editor at the University Star. Yeah, so we're just going to recap the interactive portion of the festival. Um, We were lucky enough to get interactive press badges Mm -hmm. for that portion, so Carly and I both diligently covered (laughs) the goings-on and the events and the panels and the keynotes, Mm -hmm. um, mostly in the Austin Convention Center, but... It was a really fun week. It was a really chaotic week, and we're just happy to be here to share some of the stuff that we learned with you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. We went to a lot, so let's get right into it. One of the first events I went to was actually the keynote, um, a keynote speech by Princess Rima bint Bandar al-Saud. Um, she's a Saudi princess, and she has been very active in the Middle East with women's rights and um, breast cancer awareness. And I just, I okay, Nicole and I were both there, and we loved her. Like, yes. we were just laughing <laughs> at her. She's so hilarious. Um, what I really liked about her is that she really wasn't scared scared to speak her mind. Um, she, One of the first questions that she was asked is um, why she wore a headscarf. And I don't know, I feel like here in the West, we get really preoccupied with it. But she was just like, if you would basically just like, look at what's in what the woman does instead of how she looks, then mm-hmm. we would all be better off. And I just really admired her. Um, she her her family owns the company that um, operates a luxury department store in Saudi Arabia that was the first to hire women. So she kind of talked about um, the things she had to go through to do that. But she's also, um, like I said, very into breast cancer awareness, which a lot of cultural things go into that um, that are different than the Western world. And it's really interesting because I never considered that in like cancer awareness, like the differences mm-hmm. like over there, like she says it's more taboo to talk about like like boobs so like it's hard to raise (laughs) awareness to like for women to check themselves yeah and like Mm -hmm. I I don't know I just think it's really cool because she's like very conscious of her culture and she's very proud to be Saudi but she's also um kind of fighting for like progress and Mm -hmm. I just thought she was great no I thought she was I thought she was beautiful and well-spoken and funny and relatable even though she's a princess from Saudi Arabia um I wanted to be her friend after the after the event (laughs) but yeah I'm really glad of the about the work she's doing Mm because I feel in the way Americans see it maybe that that culture is a little bit like oppressive of women and so she's showing that that's not the case and Mm -hmm. that there are women out in that culture to stand up for their rights and to like you said make progress. Mm -hmm. Speaking of social events um we also went to another event I think a few days later that had to do with another social we did, yeah. Um, we went to the comedy show. Uh, it was well, it wasn't called the comedy show. It was the above average talent show, uh, benefiting the Ally Coalition, held at Brazos Hall in downtown Austin. So um, this was kind of like a comedy for equality thing. Uh, it benefited the LGBTQ community in Austin and um, the the youth there as well. Mm-hmm. And so some awesome talent was there. Uh, Vanessa Bear and Jeff Farrow from SNL Saturday were there. Night Live, yes. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Um, some really good unknown comedians that I like. I didn't I know them before them. this thing, right. but they were awesome. They were mm-hmm. they were really funny. Um, Elliot Glazer, James Admin, and John Early, and then the quote unquote headliner, <laughs> the one that most people were all waiting for, was Bob Saget, which. I don't know if he was the best choice to be at an <laughs> equality comedy showcase because yeah. most of his jokes were about penises and, you know, women doing sexual things. Yeah. And so I don't know, like, how <laughs> that fit. But, you know, he was there, and, mm-hmm. and it was it was okay. I really enjoyed the first part of it, um, <laughs> Vanessa and Jay Farrow. Yeah, um, they were great. They were so good. And they just had the crowd rolling and laughing um, the whole time and 
Jay Farrow actually featured one of his original raps, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. It was um, cool. to see like a different side of him from SNL, mm-hmm. but he was kind of dealing with his religious beliefs, which mm-hmm. was something that yeah I hadn't seen before. Yeah, from him. Yeah, Nicole and I actually disagree because I really liked <laughs> Bob Saget stuff. Like it was very dirty, but I don't know. I liked it. My dad warned me that um, when I told him I was gonna like go see him, he was like, "Oh, well, I've heard stuff, so be My careful." My mom warned but, me too. <laughs> yeah. but um, I don't know. I thought it was funny just because I like watched Full House growing up, so it was really shocking, but. I liked seeing that other side of him. Yeah. Um, I thought, because we waited in line for like three hours and we got great seats and I think mm-hmm. it was worth it. And um, of course, seeing like some of my favorite SNL people was cool too. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that. I did too. It was a good event for a good cause, I think. It was. Yeah. And speaking of comedy. Yes. <laughs> so an organization that's known for its sort of more funny and emotional media um, was featured at South by Southwest, it was BuzzFeed. Um, One of the keynote sessions was from the BuzzFeed CEO, and um, he shared his, Jonah Peretti, shared kind of lessons from BuzzFeed. That Mm -hmm. was the name of the panel. And so he talked about how they focus a lot on creating emotional content that readers can connect to, but now they're also branching out into, like, the strong news division. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool to hear him speak. They Something that was funny at that panel was that he, he stopped and showed the BuzzFeed motion pictures video of weird things couples fight about, and he just like projected it on the huge big screens, and everybody just laughed the whole time. Um, and he said it was good to focus on content like that that people can relate to and talk about over right. you know, the you know, water cooler, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and um, that the responsibility uh, of BuzzFeed is to have an impact on the readers' lives. Right. And um, he talked about different things about being innovative in the field. So now it's not as important for BuzzFeed to focus on getting clicks to their website, but more important on the content itself. So where the content is located and hosted doesn't matter so much. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a model that a lot of news organizations are going to adopt. Yeah, exactly. Because I actually went to a... um a panel called Long Form Journalism, and it was really interesting because there were some really big names. Like, I was starstruck. Like, Susan Glasser, the editor of Politico, was there. And speaking of BuzzFeed, yeah. is um, Joey Marburger, the director of digital design for the Washington Post. Like, like probably, like, besides the New York Times, that's probably, like, the most recognizable paper. He, one of his favorite quotes he said was that, um, he was kind of talking about, like, someone had ragged on BuzzFeed or something, like, oh, they're trying to get onto hard news, and he said, you can rag on the cat videos, but that's a strategy, because, like, I don't know, like, I love watching funny stuff, and Mm -hmm. then now that, Mm -hmm. I don't know, if I'm already there and I see a link for some hard news, like, who knows if I'm not going to go click on it. Exactly. It's really cool. Um, Yeah, so I think that, kind I don't know, I think right now BuzzFeed sometimes gets a bad reputation, but I think they are, I mean... I think this model is going to just blow up in the future, especially now that our generation is kind of taking over. I think so, too. Uh-huh. There are a lot of great journalism panels. Um, I saw some really cool stuff on visual data talking about um, how are the human, like what the human brain responds to the most. And that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I know we're focusing a little bit on news, but um, it was a pretty big topic it at was. South by this year. Uh, Dan Rather was there to discuss um, as part of his keynote kind of also the future of news right. and uh one of my favorite quotes from him was that he called twitter a national treasure oh, so yes, i think um, it is. that's just showing where the times are going if dan rather's calling twitter a national treasure and he said that many journalism practices that are commonplace today will soon be outdated and um the role of like mainstream media gatekeepers has diminished because of sites like buzzfeed so the days of stand-up broadcasting are gone but it doesn't mean that journalism is gone mm-hmm. um and that's something we have to focus on is just moving forward and progressing as the times change right. um so to wrap up this podcast <laughs> um something fun a little bit less heavy than journalism and um equality and stuff like that was
was a fun session. Um, it actually wasn't a session. It was Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah. So some of the Ed Board members got to go to Jimmy Kimmel Live mm-hmm. on Friday to see his last taping of the show here in Austin at the Long Center. And that was just a really relaxed kind of celebration. It was mm-hmm. like a love letter to Austin, Texas Aww. itself. Um, the song they wrote, uh, Willie and Jimmy sang on the show. Mm-hmm. It was called To Austin, I Can't Love You More. And it was just like a really fun party. Um, yeah. Nelson said his blood type was queso. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they got to joke yeah. about it, made, made many weed references. Mm-hmm. And um, Colin Hanks was there. And Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros performed. Mm-hmm. And well... That's the funny thing is because yeah. I did not go because I was going to, but then Kanye canceled and because Kanye West was supposed, was supposed to, perform to perform Friday yeah. night, but then he canceled even though he was in town and I was, I just didn't go because <laughs> I wanted to see Kanye, but that's interesting. Um, one thing that I think is really cool is that I know like they've had the daily show in Austin. I feel like Austin is becoming more of a place that more performers are going to. So yes. I think it's cool that we're kind of, I don't know, we're just like down the road from there. And I think it's cool that we're getting our spot on the map now. Yeah, Texas is growing mm-hmm. both digitally, technology. Right. We're just the best. <laughs> yes, we're, we're doing well. So South By really proved that. And it was mm-hmm. really fun to cover. So thank you so much for joining us today on the South by Southwest Interactive Recap. Um, please make sure to read our coverage on the University Star and tune in to our podcasts every week. <laughs>